The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life? Or what shall a man give in return for his life? For the Son of Man is going to come with angels in the glory of the Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. I gaze toward you in the sanctuary. You sang, for your kindness is a greater good than life. Our longing is to say with the prophet, your words were found and I ate them and they became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. Today you will leave with more than you had when you came in. The Holy Gospel which the Spirit has given us today is a continuation of that which we were given last week. When we heard Simon confess Jesus to be the Christ, the Son of the living God, Today we hear that from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things and be killed. Words that Peter, you heard, could not swallow. They were not a joy and the delight for his heart. This shall never happen to you. If Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then let the parade begin. Let there be a star-studded entourage of supporters, brass bands, paparazzi. If Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then let's call the media outlets and make it a prime time event. That's where Simon wanted to go. But Jesus said, no. He had not come to be your or anyone's idol. 
he had come to die. Yes, he had told his apostles that the gates of Hades would not prevail against his church, but it would be a church built with his shed blood. Could Simon Barjona get excited about that? Get excited about a Christ who would die a brutal death at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes. And then, when raised, be seen by no one except the few who had been with him at the end, those who shared his last meal on earth, this meal of which you partake today. It is cross-bearing time still, time to lose your life for Jesus' sake. There is a divine must in Jesus' words to you today. He must go to Jerusalem and suffer, and his followers too. You might have thought you'd come here to get away from your troubles for a bit. Maybe this would be a safe place to hide. This is the upper room where your last meal is served at the eleventh hour, your last supper before you lose your life for Jesus' sake. For to dine here is to drink the cup that Jesus drinks and be baptized with the baptism which plunged him into his Father's will. To dine here is to say from this day on, this moment forward, thy will not mine, be done. I don't care about your yesterdays, what you once did, where you once went, what you once thought, what you once bought, and with whom you once hung around. I don't care how many weeks went by where you and God never conversed, where you never gave thanks for your daily bread, as if you had no Heavenly Father, who had given it to you. I'm talking about now, today, this meal, this glory in your midst. To dine here is not to ask Jesus to accompany you into your living. Jesus speaks here of you following him, not he following you. Jesus doesn't want to follow you because you, like Peter, are not prone to set your mind on the things of God. The psalmist says, Your steadfast love, O Lord, is set before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. Christ won't walk in your unfaithfulness you are called to walk in his steadfast love. A love which had an imperative, which pushed him toward Jerusalem and all the ugliness that it would bring. I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. And if I'm called by your name, then I must deny myself, like Jesus did.
What does it mean to deny yourself? Paul outlines it nicely, I think. It means outdo one another in showing honor. Associate with the lowly. Stop being conceited. Don't avenge yourself. Leave vengeance in the hands of God. If Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then follow where he leads. After all, he's got a kingdom which doesn't end. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. It may be harder to rejoice with someone than to share their sorrow. Misery loves company. But to rejoice when someone else has been blessed means having to accept that you may not get the same blessing. Stop thinking that somehow you've been left off the good stuff. Can you come here and commune on these holy gifts and leave jealous over what someone else has out there? You are here. They are not. The God who gives this bread gives you daily bread. The giver of both is one and the same. The woman who tossed her last mite, her entire living, into the collection box knew it. Knew that she was ready to die. She'd eaten her last supper. And that was okay. Okay if you've got the promises of God, which you do. Promises and fulfillment too. Because everything is fulfilled in your risen Lord. It's all been done. It's okay to come here and ask God why. Jeremiah did. He prayed. Why is my pain unceasing? Why is my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? He knew God was behind it. Knew it to be part of his daily bread. Your hand was upon me, he said, upon me like the cross that Jesus bore. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. So it's okay to ask why. Because following Jesus is not easy. And if and when you think it is, it's probably not getting done. That's why he brings you here, leads you back here to this altar table where all cross-bearing and Jesus-following begins and returns to this Last Supper, this sacrament of his dying will and testament for you, his covenant promise which cannot be broken, because he's already passed through the heavens for you to prepare a place for you. Your words were found, and I ate them. You today can say, they became for me the joy and delight of my heart.
yes indeed, the gift of Jesus for you. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.